My name is Mark, and I am talking to Christopher Cooling. How are you, Chris? I'm just fine. Are we part of the town? Um, we are part of the town. <laughs> We're always going to be a part of the town. It, it's a part of us. Whatever that means. <laughs> um. So yeah, this this particular—I I almost said this week's episode, but I don't want to put that kind of pressure on myself. So this episode is about the outdoor life, and I gotta say, this made me really look forward to summer coming. Mm. Um, as you know, in winter it's been kind of cold. Actually, we haven't had that bad of a winter, but you still long for those warm days where you can go and you know go camping and stuff like that. But we're doing the episode "The Camp Out." Yes, which aired on October eighth, nineteen seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Um, what number episode is this? Uh, we're in season two, episode nine. Yeah. And I like this episode a lot. Um, it's kind of lighthearted. There's, um, there's drama, there's action. There's a lot of stuff going on here and I'm liking it. There's a lot to like about this, this episode. Yeah, totally. Um, it starts off in the school, which, um, which just always means something is going to be uh, really great. <laughs> but uh, Mrs. Beetle, who, uh, out of all the teachers, is my favorite. She is giving um, an assignment. So I have a clip here. I'm just going to jump right into the clips. Ah, okay. To complete their collections. Miss Beetle, our pot is taking us on a camp out. We can get all kinds of leaves up in the hills. Oh, let me say, I kind of overshot this. Everybody is supposed to go home that weekend and collect leaves. And whoever yes. has the best collection will have it presented in a book for in front of the class for everyone to see. Yeah, I don't think it's a weekend, but it's some, some kind of unspecified school holiday. Well, it seems as though it's only probably um, two days, though. That's Right. But, you know, maybe it is more. Maybe it's the whole summer um, holiday for all we know. So, um... Here's the rest of that clip. That's wonderful, Laura. I'm sure you can bring back some unusual specimens to show the class. That's not fair. She's going somewhere special to hunt for leaves. She'll get better leaves than anyone else. Yeah, that's cheating. Willie, that's not true. Now, there are thousands of plants and trees all over Walnut Grove. There's so many that no one could find them all. Are we going to be graded? Yes, Mary, you will. And the best collection will be placed in a book... And it will be put right here on my desk for display. So I want you to all do your very best. Mm. Is there a cash prize? <laughs> mm. That's what I would say. Um, so and yeah. right from the right uh, from the beginning, the lighthearted uh, musical intro to this episode tells us that we're in we're not in, due for uh, any plagues, uh, no locusts. Well, I don't know. No disease. I mean, there's, there's still a possible drowning. Uh, possible drowning and some rashes. I think this is uh, hardcore as we're going to get. Right, uh, which is pretty hardcore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can always tell with this show and the Brady Bunch what kind of episode you're in for. Mm. Um. So the um. So Nellie and Willie go home, and they lay on the guilt really, really, really deeply with um their pa. So um, I'm going to play some of that with um basically the dinner guilt now. One thing that really blew me away here is Mrs. Olson is talking with food in her mouth. And <laughs> she's supposed to be the, you know, 
the example of the entire community. But she's talking the whole time with food in her mouth. Giving their children an unfair advantage. Laura and Mary will find all kinds of leaves that nobody can find around here. Now, I happen to know that Charles has been planning this fishing trip for weeks. Well, you certainly don't think that he's going to spend all of his time fishing, do you? I mean, it sounds like she's a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, basically they convince him to go over to the Ingalls farm and basically flat out find out where he's going... And go along, bring the kids, and and that's about it. I mean, it's pretty um, pretty blunt, and in Charles Ingalls fashion, I, I do have that clip where, in I don't know what time this is, it's probably around eight eight thirty at night. But he goes and he pays a visit to the Ingalls farm. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Hey, Nils, Charles. Oh. By the way, Charles has a device in front of him where he's mm-hmm. he's pedaling of some sort with his hands. He's cranking, and I'm I'm thinking it might be some type of drill. I'm not really sure what this thing is. Do you? I think it's a I think it's a drill. Okay, but what? Yeah, it's he some sort of hand. Drilling anything? Uh, it does look like he's drilling a series of holes to me. Oh, uh, maybe I'm, he I'm not sure. It? Yeah, I'm not sure what he's making or, or what, but uh, he looks like, yes, he moves it at least twice. Oh, I didn't notice him move it. Okay. I'll, I'll watch for him this time. So. Oh. Brings you out here this time of night. Well, <laughs> beautiful night. Nice evening for a ride. Okay, I've been having good weather for your fishing trip. Yeah, new moon. Good time to put a line in the water. Yeah, you know, I... Uh, Thought I might do a little uh, fishing myself. We got this uh, this new split bamboo rod in. I thought I might take off for a couple of days and uh, try it out. Uh, good notion. Yeah, let me see that. I've never fished with one of these. Well, you, you let me know where you're fishing, and I uh, I could drop over. You could try one out. Way to be subtle. <laughs> better than that, why don't you come along with us? Well, I was planning on taking uh, Nellie and Willie. Well, that's fine with us if they don't mind roughing it. You sure we wouldn't be intruding? Not at all. We're going to leave 6 o'clock Saturday morning. Well, thank you, Charles. Mm. Huh? 6 o'clock, huh? That's right. All right, I'll, I'll see you then. See you then. Oh, concern it, Charles. I can't leave it like this. The real reason I'm here is Harriet. Well, I kind of thought it was something like that. And he's basically busted, which is just kind of uh, very funny. But this is also this is also a rare episode where you see a relationship between Nels and Charles. Um, you never really get to see men um, very often on the show being buddy-buddy um, unless they're always together, like Mr. Edwards, for instance. Um, but Nels and Charles, you know, they, they're really, you know, Nels obviously has money and Charles doesn't. But there are a few times in the series where they kind of have a really interesting friendship. Where, um, for instance, the uh, hot air balloon episode, mm-hmm. um, the county fair and all of that kind of stuff. But so I, I kind of find that it's interesting anyway. Um, how they show like the male friendship here kind of blossoming. Yeah, and this early in the series, um, 
it's this this episode definitely serves to flesh out the Olsons a little bit more than they have been. Just one note characters prior to prior to this episode. Yeah. So they're tucking in the girls. Um, this is one of the rare times where you see Ma and Pa up in the loft. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, they have a little bit of um, an interesting back and forth. Um, you know, children are always, um, you know, so honest. So. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Well, you don't look like sweet dreams. You look like two little girls just ate some sour green apples. Well, the camp out mm. was going to be so much fun. Now that Nellie and Willie are coming, they're going to spoil everything. Laura, fellowship and neighborliness are not just for Sunday. That's right. You're supposed to try to be nice to people all the time. Well, it should work the other way around, too. Nellie and Willie won't be nice any time. And that's true. I have to agree with um, Laura on this. <laughs> um, they're not nice to anyone, usually. It's very rare. Um, the thing is that I found very strange about this particular scene... Is they tell kind of um, a little joke. I don't know if you caught this, but they're hmm. cracking up about it, like like it's the funniest thing to have ever been said. So, just kind of notice the amount, of, the the length of time that they're laughing about this little joke. Anybody, not even Willie. I don't see how anybody could be nice to Willie. He'd even argue with a tree stump. <laughs> <laughs> well. You won't have to be around them all the time. You'll have time to get off by yourselves. Your mother's right. Now go on, go to sleep. Good night, Ma. Good night, Ma. Don't worry. You'll manage. It's only for two short days. Pot is still laughing. So, it wasn't funny. <laughs> uh, my my thought is something else happened behind the scenes that they're all laughing at. And it's it's kind of carrying over too long, and we just didn't really see what. I mean, we have no idea how long that scene took to film. I think it took exactly the length of time that we saw. <laughs> that's my opinion. Um, no, that's totally right. You know, I agree with you. Um, now I'm looking at your clip list here. There's um, we have a clip here for you. About Mrs. Olson overhearing, um, well, you know, of course she hears when Nels is giving a discount, which is kind of interesting. Also, I'm wondering if it was such a, well, maybe it was fair. The bill was 45 cents, so she said he knocked 20 cents off the off the bill. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's somewhat fair because a lot of the goods are going to be used for Nels and Nellie and Willie. Um, by the way, Harriet's going to stay behind and mind the store. Or in the store. Mm-hmm. So here, here's Harriet kind of reminiscing. Sure. Oh, am I to understand that you're going along with the camp out? Charles hates to cook. Besides, I love to camp out. Have ever since I was a little girl. Oh, really? Well, it does us all good to get out in the wilderness once in a while. <laughs> yes, it does. I remember Papa used to take us as children... It was grand. Oh, I'll need some cocoa. Oh, yes. You know, I never forget. Mama used to put me in charge of a samovar. And I would load it into the Surrey, making sure that it wasn't scratched by all those wicker baskets. We are... Well, that's five cents for the cocoa, isn't it? Yes. Oh, and then we would go off to our 
favorite hilltop, and it was a marvelous vantage point for watching the boating on the river. <laughs> she just, I mean, is completely unlikable. <laughs> it's... But at the same time, I, I will say that Harriet, this is probably as likable as she comes. Yes, and if you are, were you going to pl- uh, finish playing it yeah, out? Yeah, I'm, I'm just pausing it too. Okay. Well, I envy you. I really wish I was going along. Well, I think this camp out is going to be uh, a bit rougher than that. <laughs> no, perhaps, but still there's nothing like the smell of fresh coffee brewing in the great wilderness. afraid <laughs> uh, things aren't always quite the way we remember them. We, we have a tendency to forget Little things like uh, mosquitoes and snakes. Oh, well, I suppose so. But still, I would enjoy watching the children enjoying themselves as I did. <laughs> oh, you don't have to worry about the children. I'll look after them as though they were my own. Yes, indeed. And there is the store. Yes, I must stay here and take care of the store. Well, it's just too bad that we didn't make arrangements sooner. Yes, it is. Well, I'd best be getting on. Good morning, Mrs. Olson, Mr. Olson. Come along, Carrie. Good morning. Good morning. And that was um, Carrie's second line. I believe she said thank you in the beginning of the scene. <laughs> yeah. For a piece of candy. So here we see one of the first times Mrs. Olson is... Uh, has lines and it's not out of hostility or um, she doesn't appear to have any ulterior motive to anything in this scene. She's truly reminiscing and being nostalgic about um, her childhood. And And it's also something we don't know very much about. That's true. Um, And we do learn a little bit more about Mrs. Olsen in this episode. Um, but, but, you know, we, we, we have the first time she's more than the one note character, as we said before, that, uh, she's capable of, of, uh, uh, having other emotions and, uh, opinions other than just to be the, the foil against, you know, Nels or, or, uh, Carolyn. Right. Um, so that evening, you know, and the Olsons are in bed, um, Nels has his nightcap on. <laughs> um, Harriet shares some interesting news. I have decided to cook every meal for you on the camp out. What? The music. You, you, you're, going, you're going to be looking after the store. Mm, I have decided to come along. But think about all the money we'll lose. Oh, pish posh. There's no sacrifice too great where the children are concerned. Besides... Oh, the two of us together under the wilderness sky. Ah, oh, just think of it. I am. <laughs> Poor Harriet. Everyone just hates her. So, she's coming. Charles has no idea. Charles mm-hmm. is looking forward to... kind of, um... a nice, quiet... Or just a restful fishing excursion. So, the next morning, I'm assuming this is 6 a.m., Nels and the whole crew show up, and um, mm-hmm. Charles gets a little bit of um, interesting news. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a hand with the heavy stuff. 
carry the pack with the tea service in it myself. Tea service? That's what I've been trying to tell you. Harriet decided to come along. Carolyn, I think we left something in the barn. <laughs> so, <laughs> and here we get to hear Charles in a way that we normally don't hear him. Uh, Charles, yeah, really that's doesn't, true. Charles doesn't have too many bad things to say about people. But I guess, you know, um, these type of situations, and I've been here. I've been, I've been Charles in this scene where I just wanted to be, you know, I didn't want to go and blah, 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 but I didn't go. I, I didn't turn the other cheek. But uh, here, here's Charles basically having an entire conniption. All right, now, I won't do it. I will not go on a trip with that woman. But everybody's ready. We can't just go off and leave her standing here. Well, then there won't be any trip. Now, you go out, tell him I broke my leg, tell him anything. I'm not going to go. You miss your fishing. Fishing? With, with, with that woman on the trip, there won't be a fish biting for nine miles in any direction. I don't think you're being fair, Charles. Now, I can't remember when I've seen her trying so hard to be nice. All right, you tell me the truth. You want to spend two days with that woman? Tell me the truth. I'm willing to try. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. All right. Then what are you going to tell Mary and Laura? You told them they could get along with anybody for two short days. Well, I'll, I'll think of something to tell Mary and Laura. You just go outside and, and tell them there isn't going to be a trip. <laughs> two days with that woman. Let no spend two days with that woman. I'm not going to do it. So he mutters to himself for the next <laughs> 15 seconds or so. And he just decides to go. The next scene is them hiking through the woods. Mm -hmm. um, you know what's interesting is if you compare the way they live to the way, you know, we live in a modern way, it's kind of like they're always camping out in comparison. You know, with no mm, electricity. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of interesting for them to take it down even another level. Of, uh, right. Camping. Yeah, it's... Their their cabin is far, you know, is is less than we would consider um, to be like, you know, a remote uh, getaway cabin location today, which we would assume would have electricity. Well, have you ever stayed in a cabin like that with um, without where, electric? Yeah. Um, I have to say no. Um, now we. We've done a, a, a fair amount of camping when I was a kid. Um, every uh, uh, Christmas break, we would go uh, deer hunting in oh, West yes. Texas. Okay. Um, and it would be several of the nights would be overnights at um, a property that a family friend had. Um, and it had uh, like a, a, a shed um, and an old camper um, that had been just parked and, but they had electric to the property. So we did have lights and electric heat, um, mm -hmm. but no running water. No, I mean, no, there was, there was an outside faucet, uh, but no indoor running water. And it was, there was an outhouse. Right. Um, so that's probably the closest I got. And then the second, the second 
thing I would uh, refer to would be when we had a pop-up camper and we drove up the West Coast um, with a pop-up camper like the Brady Bunch. That's pretty and, nice. Uh, of course, you could plug that in and have electric and running water. So yeah, totally. That's awesome. We um, upstate New York. A friend of mine um, had a hunting cabin. That's what he would, you know. And oh, okay. It was just literally like the Ingalls house. I mean, you get there, it was freezing until you lit a fire and waited eight hours. Hmm. Um, but you know, it was just you know it was creepy because. You know, it's really just um, a slab and walls and a roof. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with a chimney basically holding the whole thing up. And um, you know, it's just interesting whenever I look at their house, you know, uh, it, it's just, um, it's a nice way to be, I guess. I don't really, um, but I, I do like the idea of modern conveniences. I uh, certainly appreciate the relatively unlimited power that we have, uh, unlimited running water, um, you know, the, the bathroom and so on. Um, when, whenever you try to do anything with, uh, limitations to those things, you really start to appreciate, um, what, how you have it in everyday life. Sure. I mean, a few years ago, uh, when hurricane Sandy hit the East coast, Mm, we lost yeah. power for two weeks. Um, you know, a tree wow. fell and tore the service off of our house. And this is while I was trying to buy this house. So we had to deal with a bank and our mortgage and everything somehow. You know, like it was all ridiculous. We go to like the library to charge our phone. And mm-hmm. it was just really, really tough. Luckily, the house that we were purchasing was um, unscathed. And, um, yeah, for whatever reason, it's only 12 miles apart, but this area was, it was, you know, life went on like there was no storm the next day. <laughs> it's kind of interesting, but where I was prior, it was just decimated. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. I remember the news wasn't. the people like lining, walking the sidewalks, looking for somewhere to plug their phone in so that yeah, they could text or make it. a call. Yeah. What I was doing is um, I was charging my MacBook, and then I was just using it to basically charge our phones. Because the MacBooks charge so fast. And then your iPhones charge really fast off the um, MacBook. So if I found an outlet, I would just plug in the laptop to kind of like have it as a battery. Did you get set up with uh, some type of uh, battery backup or solar panel or something like that for when that happens again? Well. Oh, you mean now? Yeah, we yeah. in the garage. I picked up um, a couple years ago a generator. Okay. And essentially, I could run that on gas, and um, it has an output where I can plug it into my house. Right. And although it won't power the entire house, no, I can run my fridge. I can run. Um, I can plug stuff into it. I can. Right. I can do a lot of. I can plug a microwave into it. Hmm. Um. And, and like, you don't need to run the fridge 100% of the time. I mean, you right. can run that for an hour and then leave it alone for two and so forth. Exactly. And, the, you know, maybe TV. <laughs> yeah, TV's not, not a very large – no, that's a, that's a great uh, – But, you know, two weeks. That's a great yeah. item to have, have uh, what's going on, you know, in real time over the air television for the live weather and everything. It was two weeks of going to sleep when the sun went down. 
<laughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Camping uh, or being without electricity, they'll definitely tend to reset your biological clocks. It totally does, like almost I mean, immediately. Ten o'clock seems just super late and dark when when you have <laughs> been in darkness for multiple hours. You know, after dinner and it's hour after hour goes by and it's ten o'clock. Man, it seems really late when uh, when you're going by the the daylight. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, so they walk, I'm going to guess they're going to take about, what do you think it is? A five mile walk, like a, a big walk. Cause I, don't <laughs> yeah, think I was going to say that's about, far. that's about as it, it's a day hike. I mean, yeah. it's and if you'll notice, I think it's the same mountain that, uh, Laura went, uh, ran away to when, uh, oh, she, when she ran away God? to, yeah. When she w- ran away to be close to, uh, close to God and, um, uh, Jonathan's mountain. Yeah, when baby Charles and passed away. It, right. It's got to be the same place with the river and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a day hike. It's a, Five miles is a, a good hike for that many people um, with uh, with kids and everything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody looks a little tired. Everybody's just kind of like, oh. And I'm thinking, oh, five miles maybe. I mean, Charles did walk 100 miles for work. Mm-hmm. But Carolyn didn't. Um, so... Essentially, the the kids get right to work with the leaves. Um, you know the 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 um the moms are setting up camp. The dads are going fishing, and the kids are doing homework. <laughs> it's hilarious. So uh, here's a little clip of Barry and Laura uh, collecting leaves with um, Nellie and Willie. Looks different. I already had that. You stick with Mary. Just make sure you get two of everything she gets. Two? How come? So you'll have one for me. Willie, will you stop following me? Can't if I want to. Besides, Nellie told me to. And uh, that's basically how this trip is going for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, I feel, sometimes I feel bad for Willie. Willie seems like a good kid who just kind of gets bullied into doing things he doesn't want to do. I'm going to go right up to um, where a lot of drama comes from in this particular episode. Mm. They're ready to go. Oh, I think I overshot that. I'm sorry. We knew Poison Ivy was going to make an appearance in this episode. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Poison Ivy is one of those tough things, man. There's actually a medication. Um, it's over the counter. 
it's also very expensive. Like a small little tiny tube of it is about $45. And what, it, and what it does is if you get poison ivy, you put it on it. And what it does is it removes the oil that the poison ivy has. So it actually cures you of having an allergic reaction. Hmm. By, um, you put it on and you wipe it off and that's that. So it's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, I don't recall ever being in contact with poison ivy. You know, me I've, either. I'm not allergic to too many things, but with all of this camping out I do with my son, um, like with the Cub Scouts, I know eventually we're going to run into something. Mm. We had deer ticks a couple of years ago. Oh my god, those small ones. Yeah, those are the tiny ones. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. So we kind of hate camping right now. What's the point? So here we have a little bit of um, a little heart-to-heart with Charles and um, Nels. Right. Hey, Charles. Hope you don't think it was pushy and fighting ourselves along. Just about to tell you how glad we were to have you. I think even your wife's enjoying herself. I think it was good for her. The way she's worrying about the children all the time. She wants them to have everything she didn't have when she was a child. I can't blame her for that. Oh, yes, I can. She had everything when she was a child. (laughs) Lels, you're all right. (laughs) Two weird laughs. Um... I was going to play a very long clip, and I'm going to skip it. It's basically them setting up the camp. It's a real visual thing. Okay. And it's basically Harriet saying, I want to try to do this. And, you know, Harriet's really giving it the good old college try. She's really trying to set up the tent. She's trying to do it all. And I, I really can't blame her for at least trying. She's just not good at it. Um, right. You yeah. you can definitely tell she's making a real effort and not having um, – she doesn't appear to have any ulterior motives or uh, any bad intentions. And she's um, not complaining either. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're like, wow, this is a whole new um, – this is um, Mrs. Olsen. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Now, you do have a clip right here. Yeah, right when they're yeah. coming back from fishing? Yeah, so I'm going to play your clip. You've been in Harrow Township that question? <laughs> Look at that. How do you like those? Huh, really? Really? Like those, Gary? <laughs> Harriet! <laughs> <laughs> oh, get past oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Harriet. Yeah, that, that was basically it. What to say. Okay. I don't know what to say. So he mentions, and I think this is the first time we've come across this term in the episodes that we've looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you, it was a, a little bit quick at the beginning where he, he talks about being the best fisherman in Hero Township. Yeah. And what do you think about that term? Have, uh, have you ever noticed them uh, mentioning that, Hero yeah. Township, a lot? I, I Not a lot, but it, it's definitely come up um, from time and time, you know. It, yeah, especially in the earlier episodes, they mention Hero Township quite a bit. Yeah, and, I don't, I don't I know mean, what I was, it means. Exactly. I was familiar with it when I was a kid um, from this show. And I just thought it was some type of a generic term about 
the town that you lived in, something about being proud of your town or, or some type of, uh, uh, some type of term that, that described your town. But really, um, Hero Township is, um, an actual, uh, geographic location. Um, and in the North, um, they have they have something called townships, which is somewhat similar to what we'd call a county, but it's it's subordinate to to a county, um, and this is a very north northeast north uh, midwest type term. I mean, it's uh, from what I what I read, it was uh, some, de- definitely like a New York State, a New England deal, and something that they they do in Wisconsin. And it's called it's a civil township, and multiple towns get together and they form something called a count a township where they have a justice of the peace, a constable, a commissioner, oh, a tax assessor, and so on. So, See, like even here, uh, we have counties, Nassau County. Um, yeah. we also have the towns, which um, my my um, Hewlett is where I live, and Hewlett is a part of Hempstead Town, the town of Hempstead. But okay. Hewlett itself is a hamlet of the town. Huh. And I don't think it gets smaller than a hamlet. <laughs> Except a lot, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, hamlets are part of the town. That's interesting. I've not heard of hamlets on the on Little House on the Prairie. No, no. But they still have uh, the North Hero Township. Um, just outside of Walnut Grove, Minnesota. Oh, that's interesting. So it's it's just a it's a block of land. It looks like uh, the the next town over Revere, which is the uh, next town to the east of them on the highway, uh, borders the borders the township. And so it, it's an actual like a, an actual division of the state in which they they have some form of government. That's a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to mention that. Where they are is actually the Clark Fork River, where this was filmed. Oh, okay. Stanislaus National Forest in California. Oh, okay, the filming location. Yes, yes. Gotcha, okay. Not where they're supposedly supposed to be. All right. Because, I mean, you know, they had to travel somewhere for, um, you know, the for all of these um, nice scenery. Yeah, it's definitely not the regular ranch they're on. No, it's not Big Sky Ranch <laughs> in Simi Valley. <laughs> um, you know, the the address of Little House in the Prairie is actually 4927 Bennett Road, <laughs> Simi Valley, <laughs> California. It's the Big Sky Ranch. Yeah, well, it's not there anymore. No, it's, I'm pretty sure it's still there. Well, the the... I mean, yeah, the location is there, but nothing's there. They they blew it all up at the end of the show. No, I know they blew it up, um, but you can actually people have gone there. If you if you type in Big oh, Sky yeah. Ranch, on yeah, YouTube. totally on YouTube. Yeah, uh, there's there's one um, there's a couple of videos where um, Allison Arngrim and yeah. maybe somebody else they drive around and they see the locations where as as they they were a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean it's kind of interesting because. You, it's amazing how you can recognize a hill. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I know where that is. So, I have no idea where that is, really. But it's really interesting. Um, 
how this stuff is like really in our heads and you know um so let's see what do we got here my next clip my clip of fun um sorry i'm i'm kind of uh, i'm second guessing myself a little bit here on a couple of my clips but here we go we're going to discuss um a little bit about the leaves They're so not. Oh, you have two, so you can share one with your sister. No, these are my special ones. Oh. Well, if you won't share with me, if I find a special one, I won't share it with you. I don't care, so there. Oh, well, now, all right, that's enough. Now, you, if you aren't going to share with Nellie, then don't expect Nellie to share with you. And that's basically their philosophy in life, is that they just seem to be terrible. They're the worst. <laughs> um, so... They basically start swapping back a little bit of the poison ivy, and Mary is conflicted because, or rather, Laura's conflicted. Mary isn't too conflicted. And Laura wants to tell them, but Mary convinces her that it's too late. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of is. I mean, there's nothing that could be done because Mrs. Olsen was rubbing the leaves on her face and. Yeah. Like an idiot. Um. So the next morning, we find out what happens when you rub poison ivy all over your face. Oh, Willie, stop scratching! But it itches! Now your mother's right. Scratching only spreads poison ivy. And uh, you have Carolyn there with a big pot of oatmeal. I think oatmeal's known to be uh, some type of anti-itch thing. I'm really not sure. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, um... It's like I gotta, a soother or conditioner. I, I don't know if I buy it. Right. It tends to pull things out of your pores or something like that. Ugh, sounds terrible. But uh here's it's kind of funny how they go on and on. Well, I couldn't agree more. Oh, and I don't understand. Why is it that Willie and I are the only ones who contracted this poison ivy? Why nobody else? Uh well, we hope you get better soon. We better go do our chores. We have to roll up our beds before we can go hunt for some more leaves. Also, could that be, you know, oatmeal be clumpier? <laughs> Add a little water to it or something. It's you No, know, it's supposed to be thick or it won't work. But it's like not, it's like falling off her face. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, if you made a nice paste out of it, you could. That's you know, what you're supposed to do is uh, make it. Has, in, yeah. It looks terrible. Yeah, who knows what they were really using. Something that really looked white. Probably oatmeal. I would imagine it's easy enough. Um, so, what happens? Willie, and, Willie is out of the picture for mo- pretty much most of the rest of the episode. So you have Nellie following Laura around. And she wants to basically collect all of the leaves that Laura's collecting. She's pretty aggressive about it. So I'm going to play um, the dramatic moment that's about to happen. Don't fall in. You were just trying to scare me. She's basically trying to reach leaves that are right over the river. Yes, what on earth could happen? Well, let's find out. 
Right. Point. It's a lot of yelling. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a little too much yelling. Um, so the, you hear the dog going nuts, and the dog, you think, you know what? Jack's going to run back. He's going to somehow convince them to follow him. No, no, no. That's no. the wrong show. That's yeah. the wrong show. It's, it, nope. The dog's just there. So. Hungry. How do leaf hunters do? Well, Mary came back with a whole bag full of leaves. Hmm? Hi, Mary. The dog is just hanging out, by the way. The dog's like, yeah. hey, you got that sandwich left over? How'd you do? Hey, look at there. You did real good, huh? Partly because Willie wasn't there. <laughs> Laura and I separated so we could find different kinds. Nellie was sticking to her like flypaper. Oh. And they start realizing that the girls are... They might be missing. They're not really sure... Um, so they send out the search party, which is essentially Nels and Charles. Laura! I bet you Nickel are back in camp having lunch right now. Probably. That's a nice day for a walk anyway. Yeah. Nellie! Laura! What you got, Jack? Now the dogs. It's Laura's leaf bag. I wonder where they could have got to. Laura! Nellie! That never works when they're just kind of yelling their names. Um, yeah, they're, they could be miles down the river by now. Yeah. So, and they, they, well, they're probably at least a mile, I would say. Yeah? Probably, I mean, they should be further. And, uh, you know, it's this pretty serious little thing. I mean, there's a... There's a waterfall, there's rapids, they're just and they're just going down... The river. Um, have you ever gotten bitten a river like that? Yes. Um, I was going to ask you the same thing. Oh, really? If you've ever fallen in the river. Um, no, d- I've uh, never. I want to say the summer we went to uh, Arkansas. Um, my brother, my mom, and me, and we rented a canoe. Oh. And we went canoeing on some river in some state park or something like that. And um, uh, at some point, of course, uh, we capsized and everybody went over. Oh, jeez. And uh, we uh, hung on to the canoe and I, I think uh, we managed to not lose very many things. Um, fortunately, not the car keys. Oh. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, Eventually got it to shore, and I don't remember a whole lot. I mean, I was probably twelve. A lot of crying, this was, a lot of cursing. This was the summer. Uh, the summer I would I turned thirteen, I think. Um, so uh, remember, we did a number of campgrounds uh, in Arkansas, but uh, that camping trip, I I definitely remember um, capsizing in the canoe. I was just kind of curious. I mean, this particular river doesn't look very deep to me. Um, so no, it doesn't appear that way. So for it to even carry them just seems kind of crazy. But you know, I right, yeah, the water looks like it's pretty fast, though. 
It does at points, yeah. Who knows? But, I mean, it, it's just kind of... Whenever people fall in the rivers, it just doesn't seem... It, I don't know, I always yeah, think, like, just stand up. They're little <laughs> girls, and they have big dresses True. on, yeah. and, I mean, it's not like, you know, if uh, you were wearing a swimsuit and you were an adult person and you decide to swim diagonally to the shore. I yeah, mean, there's, there's multiple things going on. So Laura essentially saves the day, saves Nellie, pulls her to shore, I guess. And, um, mm-hmm. a lot of screaming, but, uh, here's a little clip that basically sums it all up. You're your fault, Laura Ingalls. It was not. It was too. If you hadn't bumped me, I wouldn't have slipped. I didn't bump you. You did too. And then you pushed my head under. I did not. Yes, you did. You tried to drown me. What I did, I saved you. I can swim. I could have swam to shore. As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for you, I never would have gotten my feet wet. <laughs> what are you bawling about? Sorry. I didn't mean to be so mean. I don't blame you. I'm just playing I'm cold. I'm freezing. Well, you- God, I would kill Nelly. I just, oh my God, she's so annoying. <laughs> but that's the point she's supposed to be. Um. So Harriet has a very interesting moment, a little bit, a piece of dialogue here. Um. Oh, you have the same clip. That's so funny. You have the same exact timing. Mm-hmm. Actually, your timing's a little earlier than mine, but it's all right. But um, Harriet's face is covered in the um, oatmeal, and she just... um, I, I call it um, Harriet's BS, but whatever. It's, it's sweet. It's been hours. Nels and Charles will find him. Soon, I hope. not just that the girls are probably lost. It's just this whole thing is my fault. I don't see how. Well, it wasn't Nell's idea to come along on this trip. It was mine. I knew that. The background noise is out of control. I didn't notice it until just now. Yeah. You know, it's just like, wow, tone it down a little. I think they, I mean, it was recorded on location and they didn't, uh, yeah, they didn't but- loop it later. Yeah, but there's so much that um, they added um, additionally throughout this entire episode. But you know, I think they could have done some more. I mean, pretty it's pretty common to have additional, um, you know, added in dialogue. I just can't help feeling that this whole thing wouldn't have happened if I had been the kind of person that I should be. Don't think like that. Nothing's happened. Well, if I'd been the kind of friend to you that I should have been, if I hadn't been, well, persnickety and just plain mean. Takes two to argue. If our girls come back from this, they will. I promise you that when you come into our store again, I will be a different and a better person. I I, I will be. I, I, I've never realized it before, but... 
I do like you. I really do like you. <laughs> it's just terrible. Like, what a terrible person. I do like you. Who says that? Um, I think that's one of the first times that we see her without the putting on the airs that Mrs. Olsen always, uh, you know, the tone and everything that uh, she usually that she usually has. Yeah, um, but it does quickly um, dissolve. It seems it seems like an honest moment. Um, of course, you know, extremely short lived, not even a yeah. minute. I, I believe. Mean, I think I think <laughs> it ended on a low note, though. It's just a weird thing to say. I really do like you. It's just, um, at least to me, it would be kind of a strange thing for someone to say to me. But um, here it is: Willie and um, Mary share a similar moment. Feel any better? Some better, you know. You don't seem as mean as my sister says. Thank you, Willie. You're even kind of nice. Willie. Don't do it, Mary. Don't. Mary's about to just blow the whole thing. There's something I've meaning to tell you about your poison ivy. Marilyn! Saved by the bell. They find the girls, of course. They bring them mm-hmm. back. And, um... The nicer Harriet well, didn't even last a full minute. It's almost like... It's just hilarious. I mean, of course, everyone's relieved. And it's like, oh my god, you're chilled to the bone. All this, you know, stuff. Oh, you alright? We went down the rapids. And they were like... You did what? It wasn't my fault. Laura pushed me off the bank. Nellie Olsen! And then she pushed my head underwater. Well, if that isn't just exactly like an Ingalls child. And I lost all my leaves. Oh, my well, my darling, we'll just have your brother share his leaves with you. Not my special ones. Yes, indeed, Willie Olsen, your special ones. Your sister will have every leaf you have. Is that understood? Yes, Ma. Feel better? Yeah, a lot better. All right, let's get you back. <laughs> the Ingalls are just so you know, balanced and um, grounded. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> funny. Um, and the way they look at each other. Yeah, kind of like, well... Nellie will get the special leaves as well. <laughs> okay, Ma. So this is, uh, they get back to school, and Mrs. Beetle has an announcement. Class, I've made my decision. The best collections were made by two students. Brother and sister. And I think they deserve our congratulations. If they'll come up here, Willie and Nellie. Congratulations. And essentially, they turn around, their faces are completely covered with oatmeal. And um, mm. the thing that's funny is Mrs. Beetle starts scratching, which doesn't make any sense, but it's funny. No, well, she handled the leaves. Oh, right. I didn't even catch that until She would have had to have gone through and physically count all of them and everything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that. But, <laughs> that's funny. Why didn't that, like, you know, that didn't click. Very good, very good. This was a fun, lighthearted episode. This, um, 
I like these. There's not a lot of drama. There's not a lot of um, heartache. Just simple um, three or four days maybe vacation camping out with the Ingles and the Olsons. Yes, Willie and Nelly get theirs. So any all, final all thoughts is well. on this? Uh, not a lot. I mean, uh, I just I, I, it's always one that I enjoyed. Um, uh, I did note that uh, kind of an odd uh, point of this episode, the original story was, was written by the same um, person that uh, gave us the raccoon. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and um, it was uh, Joseph Bonaducci, who is Danny Bonaducci's father. Oh, I was so going Interesting. used to be a TV writer, and he wrote uh, – and came up with several stories for the Waltons and other shows in the 70s, including a couple of Little House episodes. Oh, that's interesting. Bonaducci. <laughs> I always like – I wonder what he's up to these days. He had some type of crash. Um, what, Danny? Yeah. I know he did radio for a while, and um, he was like an alcoholic for quite some time. And Yeah, he's. Um, doesn't he still have a show? I'm sure he does. Um, he must, right? Seems like 57 he... has a... Oh, wow. He's been a wrestler. <laughs> well, oh, wow. Joseph Bonaducci was... Uh, Involved in the production of the Dick Van Dyke show and One Day at a Time and okay Partridge Family by any chance? <laughs> I don't know about it. Doesn't mention that one <laughs> off offhand, but uh, well, he's on on the radio in Seattle. Oh, good for him. I have to look him up, see what he's up to. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for taking the time out to do this uh, episode. We have a bunch of episodes that are in the can right now. We're going to be releasing them um, on pretty much um, maybe a bi-weekly basis. And, you know, um, our listeners have a lot to look forward to. Yep. But, um, all right, Chris, well, I'll talk to you next time then. All right. I'm going to play uh, us out on um, the outro. <laughs> <laughs>